Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello everyone, good afternoon, welcome to Red Men News, I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Jack Gill, uh, we're here to talk to you through the latest Liverpool news, rumours and quite frankly some stuff I don't really want to talk about but the conversation needs to be had because it's in the news and you might care, you might not care but you know, let's have it there anyway. Um, Jack, I, I said I don't, I don't want to talk about it but you know, let's, um, Loris Carius, oh hang on, I clicked on the wrong thing here, um, is ready to challenge Alison Becker for uh, Liverpool first team role. Um, he says he's under no pressure to change clubs in the transfer window. Just let me find some quotes. He's been talking to Transfer Mart. He says, of course, I have to be playing to actually change clubs, said the 26-year-old. It makes no sense to say I'm leaving Liverpool for a worse club, but I'm only number two there. Um, but I'm not in a pressure situation at all. I don't have to change. Um, so he's already put himself ahead of Adrian in the pecking order um, in, in that quote. Um, we, we had a little discussion before we went live, Jack, and you know I, I'm keen to get people's thoughts at home as well when you're watching or listening to this. Just get them in the, in the comments. If you're on YouTube, Tom will collect them at the end and we'll go through them as always. Um, thoughts? Yeah, we spoke with Tom before and I, I completely agreed with, with what he said on, on the situation really. Carrius isn't necessarily a bad keeper. He, he just comes with um, a very low confidence. Uh, we saw what happened in Kiev uh, against Madrid um, and he, w- he was massively affected by that and he's, he's not been the same goalkeeper since. But if you take yourselves back to before that game, he was on really good form since January that season. He'd, he'd, he'd been in really, really good form and he won the Golden Glove in, in the Champions League that season too. Um, he's, he's not a bad keeper and I know there's a lot of people that compare him to Adrian and say on, on paper perhaps Carrius is better than Adrian and, and you know what, I'm, I'm not against him staying around and, and being that number two. But I think, uh, as Tom referred to before we went on air, he, he comes with more baggage than, than Adrian. And, and, you know, that low confidence really is a worry f- for me. And it's whether he'd actually be able to pull on the shirt again and put what happened in Kiev to the back of his mind. And I'm, I'm not sure whether Carriers can do that. But It's not just him that has to do that, though, is it, Jack? Because I know things are vastly different because there's no one in the crowd. What my concern always was... His name's on that team sheet. Obviously, Twitter meltdown because that's exactly what happened. But also, I'd find myself, you know, if I was in the stands at Anfield, just going like, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of wincing a bit. Of going like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust this guy. And equally, you know, his teammates might be the same. They've got the bad Allison in there, who's who's been the major difference between us winning the Champions League and not winning the Champions League. And again, we also said before of like, you know, people have got short memories. You know, I know Adrian never had good games against uh, Atletico Madrid, Bournemouth. I don't think he had a shocker against Chelsea as well, but that period where Allison got injured at the beginning of the season and everyone's, you know, arse was twitching and kind of going, oh God, what's going to go happen here? It wasn't the problem we thought it was going to be. So he's got some, he's got some stock there, but also he's, 
he's got less baggage than Carrius. I, I was just going to say, so like the, the start of the season when Alisson got injured, Adrian came in. We didn't really know too much about him at that point. We'd seen him at West Ham, but you know we we weren't too worried, and and he filled us with confidence with his performances. We kept on winning still. Um, he had that blip against Southampton where he gave Danny Ings the ball twice, but you know a, a, apart from that, he did all right. Whereas if if it was Loris Carrius, I, I don't think I'd feel the same. I, I wouldn't trust him, uh, and you know it, it feels horrible to say, but after Kiev, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Uh, I really wouldn't, and you know you only have to watch how how Virgil van Dijk defends and how we defend as a team. A lot of our defence and what makes us so good is that they have faith and they trust Alisson and, and that's why van Dijk often does the thing where he backs off when defending because he trusts that players can't shoot from, from too far out because Alisson will have it every single time. But, you know, with a keeper like Loris Carrius in there, you, you can't afford to do that. And, you know, I, I think it's... It's very interesting um, what's going to happen going forwards and with Loris Carrius and, and Adrian. But personally, I, I mean, when Loris Carrius first moved to the club, he, he was a good young keeper. And I think he alludes to that in his in his interview, saying that loads of Premier League clubs wanted in at him. And at that point in time, I'm not surprised because, you know, he was a top, top German keeper. He looked like a young, hot prospect. But now how many would have him? And, and that's why he's probably more willing to stick around and, and be a number two at a club like Liverpool because he'll get silverware and, and not really have to do anything. Yeah, and also the current climate, as, as we touched on earlier this week, who, who can afford to buy anyone and, and buy people? So we don't know. Um, you just touched on it there, Jack, as well. Um, he was, again, the transfer marked interview that he did. He said, uh, Loris Carries claims half the Premier League wanted me before his transfers in Manchester City. This was back in 2009. Although he didn't actually say that um, Per se, I think that's more, more paraphrasing. Uh, he said he was an under 16s national team at the time. There were a lot of scouts at the games. At 16, you could sign your first professional contract. I had offers from all sorts of clubs back then. But Manchester City went out of their way to help me. Um, oh, financial court. Oh my God, these newspaper sites are the worst. Um, so it's, I said to myself, I'm going to take the challenge and go to England. Who else was interested? It's felt like half the Premier League. In Germany, I actually only dealt with Stuttgart because VFB uh, was and is known to do great youth work. I enjoyed trading there. So we didn't actually say half the Premier League. He said he felt like half the Premier League, which is two completely different things. But again, someone who, who kind of backs himself and whether you like his, his confidence or not, or, you know, a lot of people don't like the fact that he goes out on social media quite a lot and, you know, then doesn't back it up with performance. I think timing's, time's a great thing in there. But do you think he did... Just a question. Do you think he deserves a chance to prove himself again at Liverpool? Um, I think he will definitely get an opportunity to do that with Jürgen Klopp. Um, I, I think Jürgen Klopp will, will forgive but but not forget. Um, and for me, I think he'll have an opportunity in training to, to prove that he can be a number two, but it'll be hard work for him. He'd have to show a lot of things, I think, to, to get back in Jürgen Klopp's plans. I, I think a lot of Liverpool journalists have, have alluded to the fact that actually Karius is not in Klopp's plans at all and once we got him back from Besiktas, we were already looking for, for other clubs to offload him to. So it's going to be hard work for him, bloody hard work, but that would show the signs of a good keeper if he is able to put himself above Adrian in the pecking order and become our number two. Yeah, and the final issue is if he makes one mistake, then he's back to square one again, aren't we? You know, nobody's going to want him there. Anyway, happier times. Uh, Liverpool had a close, uh, behind closed doors friendly yesterday, beat Blackburn by six goals to nil. Um, Sadio Mane... Matip, Minamino, Cater, Clarkson, Hoover, Hoover. That's it. Uh, thanks, Jack. Um, yeah, a, a good result. I was going to take it with a pinch of salt. You know, a it was Blackburn. B it was you know a, a, a friendly. Um, 
but good signs all around, you know, to do confidence for Minamino, psychology to get his first goal. Again, I know it's a friendly, but to kind of get that out of his way, give him some confidence going to the rest of the season. You know, you, you, you're specialising in, in, in the setup, Jack, and the fact that, you know, Clarkson, Hoover, Nico Williams, Harvey Elliott, you know, all these young lads getting getting a chance to run out. It's good for them to kind of bed themselves in to play at Anfield to kind of get used to surroundings, but also a bit of hope. There's nine games left. We, we can win a league in two. There's opportunities for them, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. I, I keep saying, obviously, we're allowed f- five subs now when, when play resumes. So uh, there's going to be a lot of opportunity at clubs across the Premier League for, for these youngsters to come through. And, and, you know, we've got youngsters in abundance and Leighton Clarkson is just one of them. I was delighted to see him on the, on the score sheet yesterday because I think he's really going to be a star. He's rated very highly by all the staff at Liverpool. And I think I, th- I think he's going to be a very, very good player. It was really good to see Hoover doing so well as well. I, I've said before, I personally see him as, as more of a, a centre-back going forwards. But at, at right-back, he's showing really, really good things against Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup. I thought he, he played really well then. And we, we saw going forwards in, in that game yesterday, if, if you've watched the highlights and if you Clarkson goal, Leighton Clarkson's goal, and even his finish. It's a delightful finish. His goal as well. It was a, was yeah. a, a delight, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, and again, you know, navigate. It looks like he's, he's going to be on fire. I'm, I'm well back on board on the navigate, navigate to hype, hype train. Um, so yeah, good to see him back in action as well. Um, two more bits before we get to some of your comments. Uh, it's been revealed that players will be allowed to play for, uh, for three clubs in one season for the 2021 campaign, while FIFA allow the transfer window open uh, to before the season ends. So FIFA says it was moved to avoid any concerns regarding unemployed players. Um, actually, I've skipped one story there. Come on to that. Nathaniel Klein, Jack, sorry, has not been his, has his contract extended beyond 30th of June. Um, this is something we spoke about on the Reds News Roundup yesterday of kind of ins and outs going what Liverpool might do. But it's interesting because obviously Lallana's been given a mini contract because of you know what all he's done for the, the club. And then, I don't know, it, it feels a bit tight on, a, <laughs> on Nathaniel Klein, but then he's like, something's not right behind the scenes, is it? Because he's obviously not wanted there or something's just, just not going together, is it? But yeah, I, I think those stories roll into one, really, because I, I was going to say about Nathaniel Klein and how, you know, it, it's harsh on the, the man, but you can see why with wages and stuff, he's, he's not going to get game time. So you get him off our wage books because he's, he's on a quite a high wage. So, you know, we've got Nico Williams, we've got Hoover, who, who can both play right back in, in Trent Alexander-Arnold's absence. We don't necessarily need Nathaniel Klein, but at the same time, as a player in Nathaniel Klein's shoes, he's got to do a few months without wages and, and that can't be good for any player, which is why I can see the whole FIFA thing of, of bringing the transfer window forwards and, and allowing that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a shame to see Nathaniel Klein go, but we've dealt with that for a couple of years and he, he's fallen down the, the pecking order for some reason or another I know he's had injuries but whether something's gone on behind the scenes as well we just don't know there was that whole like laughing gas thing videos and stuff that came out and did you set up an American TV show as well like yeah. randomly like yeah it's just nuts um, and just finally on the transfer window stuff chat then you know being able to club being able to do business I think Liverpool are, in, are a bit different they're in a strong position we mentioned all the youth players they've retained the Lana they've got players coming back off loan which they, they could probably use and stuff like that so it probably applies to to other people so like Ryan Fraser for example is like going to Bournemouth he's not you know, he's not extending his contract so they might go into the market and go actually well I just need someone for a month so you know it kind of makes sense it's really good and I can't believe I'm saying this like you know governing bodies such as FIFA are kind of using common sense and letting clubs do this yeah, absolutely. I think it's more of an issue down in like the championship as well, because I know Charlton are a club who have said that three of their players don't want to 
renew their contracts and therefore they're in a bit of a limbo there and you know the championship some championship clubs can can really be benefit from from low moves and, and this may aid them too but as we've said there like with Ryan Fraser and, and Bournemouth they're a club fighting relegation and you know Ryan Fraser is a is a player that's important to them when he when he's fit. Um, so without him, he's it, played a lot of football for them as well. I think he's he's started most of the games. I'm quite surprised at it to be honest. It's 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 difficult for them, and and at least now it, it helps them. So uh, they can't lose one of their best players, and, and it, it makes them go down. So it's it's very tough um, on some clubs. So it's it's good that FIFA have, have been able to be lenient and, and have this stance. Yeah, um, before we get into your comments, we've been nominated for some more awards. I mentioned this last week, but I need to continue plugging because I might lose my job. Um, we're up for Best Content Creator, Best in Video uh, in Small Business and Best in Women's Football in Small Team or Business as well. Tom's going to put the link in the chat if you're watching this live on YouTube and then they'll put it in the description as well. Uh, please do go vote for us. It does mean a lot to us. Um, we've won this for the past couple of years on the bounce, so we can make it another year. Um, you know great um let's get to some of your comments as well uh carrier stephen somerville says if carries is really wanting to fight for his place at liverpool either first choice or back up he needs to not let it go past him like he did against real madrid yeah um joshua boateng marie says carries in a fight he's already lost uh joshua angua says i don't mind carries being number two to be honest he had a nightmare in the final but he's decent uh easy scotty 99 says carries uh, personally i think he do a better job working with allison i think he'll get better that's a really good point actually you know i think adrian's kind of said this and you know the likes of andy lonigan who's kind of getting on a little bit they've all said you know having someone to look up to carries has you know <laughs> mingling at the time which you know by goalkeeping standards isn't isn't great and you know he's young in goalkeeping terms they tend to get a lot better as as they get older compared to to other play outfield players sorry maybe there is a chance there for him but I think Tom at the nail on the head before we started talking they're just like there's just too much baggage there for me you've got to have the mentality that you want to be as good as Allison and you've got to look up up to him and, and go right I can learn from him and I'm not sure Karras is the sort of person that can do that whereas the other keepers you've, you've mentioned there like Andy Lonergan how he's ended up at Liverpool surprises a lot of people even him so you know he will want to learn from goalkeepers like Allison. and the same with Adrian you can see his mentality is very good but Karras I think would see himself oh I'm a number two I'm never going to get ahead of Allison. I'm just going to take my foot off the gas here and you know maybe I'm writing him off too early and I'd love him to come out and, and, and prove me wrong and make a good second choice keep for us but I, I just can't see it happening no and what's the risk for that as well um, Robert Angel is better than death says Steve Carell no god no god please no no uh, yeah love, love that for your other age says Carrius is damaged probably better ability than Adrian but I trust Adrian more than Carrius I think I'd agree with that um, on the game yesterday Jonas Shoreland says great performance yesterday Brandon Siwoku says amazing performance and good signs that we might pick up where we left off from uh, ZZ Keita was class versus Blackburn uh, shame he never shows up when it counts it, it, to be fair like you know he has, he has good games and bad games but he's been hindered by injuries where this this period I don't know if it's the right phrase to use this of of turning it into a positive for players like Chamberlain and Abicato who've had these injuries can gain some rhythm can, you know can come back in you know we've, I think frustration with Keita because we all watched him for years and we watched the YouTube compilations and then you know the comments probably fair and you know he's had really good games or poor games but so has everyone in that sense haven't they 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think this this period is very important for Naby Keita to get that run of games. We saw with um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain since New Year to, to before the break, he got that run of games that he needed and he was looking the, the player that he was when he was banging them in before his injury against Roma, of course. So, you know, I'm hoping for the same from Naby Keita, but it's been really good signs from the, these two friendly games we've seen and, and he needs a run of games where, you know, there's, there's no pressure on him now because... We don't need once we've got these six points. We we've, we're playing for nothing really. Yes, we've got records to break, but they're not necessities. We don't need to break them. So if Naby Keita can get a run of games in his legs, playing at the top level and, and producing performances like he has in these two friendlies, then that's excellent. And he puts himself in Klopp's plans for back in in starting lineup plans for for seasons to come. Yeah, I'll keep your comments coming on, on Naby Keita and all the things that we discussed. I'll try and get some this afternoon uh, or over the weekend and try and reply to some of them if I can. Uh, don't forget to go and vote for us as well. It really would mean a lot. Uh, alternatively, if you don't want to do that thing, it only takes about a minute anyway. Uh, but there's um, Twitter posts on our, on our Twitter. You can just copy and paste that and it takes about 30 seconds. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with some more news and a step closer to football coming back. And we'll see you then. Ta-ra. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.